What up, y'all? This is Brittany. I'm Mandisa. And I'm Jamal. And we are your hosts of. We're your hosts of. And we're the host of. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. A podcast where you'll be hearing three different perspectives and emerging stories from three different millennials on everyday life and trending topics. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Living Millennial. This is Brittany. It's Mandisa. This is Jamal. And we're here to celebrate 420, (laughs) y'all. And we couldn't do that without the queen of the green in San Diego. (laughs) We have Miss Jessica from Medicated Minds in the building. Say hey, girl. Hey, everyone. So you're different. You're mad different. (laughs) So go ahead and explain to the people who you are and what is it that you do. Um, my name is Jessica. I am the owner of Medicating Minds. I'm a cannabis chef. I also host 420 friendly events where my edibles or can of dishes are featured. And I also bring other local vendors or small businesses together and create a platform for us to make some money and spread some healing. Can I just point out the fact that she said can of dishes? I know I <laughs> Like that, yes, yes, just that was just dope. Okay, can of dishes. So we're going to start with a game. We like games over here at uh, Living Millennial. And uh, we're going to start with playing Would You Rather. Have you ever played Would You Rather before? No. So this is how the game works. We're going to give you two scenarios. You have to tell us which of those scenarios would you rather do. Okay, hold on. <laughs> now. You cannot change anything, but you can't ask questions. Okay. Okay? What kind of game is this? It's called Would You Rather. Look, 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 look. A fun game. A 420 friendly game. Okay. Disa, handle these questions, girl. All right. So if you could only smoke either indica or sativa for the rest of your life. Indica. Indica. Indica, indica. I'm gonna be slumped in the couch for the rest of my life. I'm gonna make sure that I'm stuck. (laughs) Jamal. Oh, um, I think sativa. Why? You know, indica knocks me out. Like I'm just (laughs) sleeping. I'm just sleeping, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to miss what's going on in the world. I feel like when I'm on Indica, that's because I'm going to bed. Yes. So the team is so I can just stay, continue to have some dope conversations and be lightened and evolved with others. I need some team. Boom. Okay, Brittany. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to agree with Jamal because slumping on the couch is not always the goal. <laughs> but this is also where I have to admit that I am not the most experienced person when it comes to weed. So um, I do want to, I do want to at least like experience it when I do. Make sense? Okay. D? D, you ready for this one? <laughs> sativa all the way. <laughs> I, I think it's because I have more favorite strains of sativa. Mostly either that or there's a few hybrids, but like, because I don't try them too much because I'm like, I want to smoke and then like go out and about. I want to do what I got to do and then smoke. 
So this is like my relaxed time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on the go, I think because I am in this, maybe this field or such an experienced smoker that <laughs> <laughs> that um, indicas just hit me better and I, I feel them more, you know what I mean, than I would the sativa. And, and I don't get that. How people feel like, oh, sativa keeps me up and bubbly. No, it it doesn't do that for me. Like, mm. I don't feel like that with sativa. So I kind of stay away from it, to be honest. Okay. But you know what? Okay. Well, nope. I'm not going to change my answer. I'm going to keep my answer. Because sometimes I do like to, like, smoke or do something and just go to sleep. Okay, I'm done. Okay, okay. <laughs> if you could smoke a blunt with Wiz Khalifa or Snoop Dogg. Like all the time, that should have been like a group. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna go with Wiz, mm. just because he seems like more like active fun. Snoop is old. Let's just be 100 now. Snoop, it's cool. He is. He's a very experienced smoker. Yes, he is. But he's old, and I want to go and smoke and have fun. You know, Wiz coming out with that new hot music. You feel me? <laughs> Y'all smoking and going to the studio? Right, I'll be like, Wiz, let me get on the track. Come on, Wiz. You feel me? <laughs> so I'm going to go with Wiz. I, I want to smoke with Snoop. Yeah, because I want to have, like, super in-depth conversations. Like, I think that him being old or older, I think is a plus because, like, you know, we could probably learn a little something. I'm old, too. I ain't trying to iron. Wiz might have a little too much energy for me. <laughs> he might with them little short shorts on. Sativa, it's all right, y'all. <laughs> you know what? That's true, though. Like, you – so, hold on. We both on two different realms, though, to be honest. So – so you prefer indica so you can knock out, but you would smoke with Wiz so y'all can have hella energy. I would prefer, yeah, I, I prefer a sativa, but I'm trying to smoke with Snoop and and chill. We 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 different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we doing things a little That's backwards. And stoners, we like to do stuff. We like to have fun. Yeah. We just want to be stoned. That's all. <laughs> I'm kind of torn on this one mostly for the same reasons as y'all but i think i'm gonna go with snoop because i know he's gonna have some heavy shit and i want to hear like similar to you Brittany. like i want to sit by his fucking fireplace just like i don't care what season it is <laughs> there's a fire going and we smoking and, like he just telling old stories of like oh very up <laughs> of all the shit he's done but also i feel like He's going to know where some good food spots are, too, because we're going to be hungry. Or, like, he got a chef or somebody to cook food in his house. I don't know. I want to talk and hear stories and eat. And you can low-key get either one of them to call the other one to come through. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right. Right. <laughs> That's a surprise bonus twist. Wait, so, Jamal, okay, who for you? I, I mean, listen, if I'm being honest, both of them I'm going to fall asleep with because they're just <laughs> going to get me too high. I'm like, I cannot hang. I know it. Stop it. They're passing like four blunts around at the same time. I can't do that. <laughs> so, you know, just based off of uh, my history, you know, with this human, I would say Snoop Dogg. I mean, I grew up on Snoop Dogg. He's still hella relevant today, and it's been beautiful to see his journey as a man in this industry and in this world. And 
I'm like an old man myself, and so I feel like we would have a good time kicking back at the house, talking about shit, listening to music, and talking yeah. about who's the best now and who's the best then and all the nuances of it all. I think we'll have a good time for a long time um, with Snoop. And Wiz, that's the thing, his energy, like, yeah, like, I don't need to be out the club all the time. Like, I don't need to be out in the street. I don't need to have a whole bunch of people over the house. Like, that's not my energy. So I think Snoop for sure. Indeed. You want Snoop for that insight and that indica, because that's pretty much what he going to have. Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs> yes. Okay, we're going to switch it up and play a couple rounds of Never Have I Ever. But, of course, this episode isn't about drinking, and we don't have any cups in front of us anyway, so we're going to play the weed rounds. Um. <laughs> yes, yes. She just grabbed that vape pen so fast. Jessica said, oh, that sounds fun. She got a tight grip on that. She got the tightest grip on that vape pen. Yes. Okay. If you've ever, take a pull. I won't participate because I am a child. <laughs> and I want people to be able to understand what I'm saying. I want to be able to speak, actually. <laughs> but I will say what I have done. Round one. Never have I ever been high at work not necessarily getting high at work but <laughs> that's a big pool that's how much i get high at work <laughs> so all right there you go, you go <laughs> yes. <coughs> yes. i don't come to work unless i'm high okay. Ooh, that part. you got to get ready to deal with people that's real <laughs> west coast talk to be honest that's so west coast that is, never have I ever <coughs> been in a state where so many people are high at work. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> never have I ever been sober at work. That was <laughs> Everybody's always high. <laughs> yes. yes, especially in San Diego. I'm not, but people are. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Make that claim, make that claim. I have been high at work. I mean, I do home organizations at home cleanings, and so, you know... <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what I mean. Good. Like, I'm cleaning your house, and then people tip me in weed all the time. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's great. <laughs> Mandisa, I'm gonna say yes, and I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes, and I'm gonna pass the mic. Um, <laughs> I have definitely been high at work one time, and this is actually a good story, and this is why, Jessica, I'm going to let that raspberry, beautiful, yummy-looking raspberry lemonade that you brought in for us, I'm going to let that stay there, because the story is, I was working at this place called Wet Willies down here in San Diego one night, and one of my coworkers, Mark, shout out to you, Mark, love you, bro, he came into work. He used he would come into work with everything, muffins, all that stuff, right? One day he came into work with like this lemonade. And I tried like a little sip of it, y'all. Thinking I'm cool. Just a little, little sip. Totally forgetting that like I had the lemonade. 45 minutes later, y'all, I was freaking out. I was behind the bar, like, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Like I was like, I gotta go home. Wait, I can't go home. I gotta drive. Oh my God. Oh. I was freaking out. I took my lunch early. I sat down. I went to the uh, the break room and I like took a little nap. I was it was bad. My I'm sh listen and here's the bad part about me, y'all. When I when I smoke or do edibles or anything, I get quiet. 
which is very different from me in real life. Okay. My boss was looking at me like, what's this girl's problem? I'm just grinning. (laughs) I'm just grinning. So yes, I have. Good question. Good question. That's hilarious. Was the lemonade good though? It was good. (laughs) It was good. So I'm really glad I only took a sip. Because it was good, to be honest. You couldn't even taste. I think it was CBD that was in there. You couldn't taste anything. If it was CBD, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have had effects like that. That was oh, THC yeah. gives you the high. Yeah, CBD oh, okay. does. So remember that. Yes, when ma'am. someone tries to give you CBD, you can say, okay. Because mm. there's no cycle. Well, what's the point? Of, never mind. Okay. Psychoactive. Okay. The point of that yes, is yes, it yes. just has the, the healing benefits of the plant. Like... So some people will only want that, you know, because they don't want to deal with the psychoactive effect mm-hmm. of the THC. But some people want to have both because it can help you with, like, the pain. Think about when you have a Vicodin. Okay. You, you, you feel some type of way, right? Mm-hmm. And it's also taking the pain away. So it's like the same thing when you have... Um, I have patients that have really bad back problems. Mm-hmm. I have patients that have MS. Like, I have all type of people that buy from me. Mm-hmm. And it's all for their pain or, you know what I mean? And they, they want the TAC too. But I also do carry CBD products. And that is more for, like, I give my son, he has autism. Mm-hmm. And I give him CBD. I give them the, the drops. I'll give them like a little edible mm-hmm. with the CBD in it, and it helps them a lot. It's good for like. Yeah, we, go ahead. We had a kid at camp this past summer uh, whose parents had CBD oil with him for him to relax to get to bed um, at night because he had so much energy and his mind would go off in certain mm-hmm. places. And so, yeah, um, CBD is completely different than THC. So I'm glad that we have Jessica here to explain the difference for the folks who don't know. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. You don't have to worry at all about like a dirty or anything like that with the CBD. Cool. So we talked about CBD. We talked about THC. We even explained the difference between indica and sativa. So difference between smoking and eating. Oh yeah, like and and that that's a big thing to know. Just yeah. because you smoke weed all day doesn't mean you're able to eat a 500 milligram edible mm-hmm. in one sitting. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people that think that and they do that, and then next thing you know, they have a bad experience and they got a story <laughs> to tell about <laughs> eating edibles or. Even worse, you're in the hospital telling them, "Oh, I ate all these gummy bears." And now you got to go sleep in the hospital <laughs> and they know you're eating gummy bears. So um, it's really important to pay attention to the dosage, to actually wait the time. So after you eat something, wait 30 minutes up to an hour. You wait before you eat more. There's so many people that eat and then wait 20 to 30 minutes and say, oh, it didn't hit me. And they eat another half of the edible, and then it all hits them, and then they're back having a story, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it's really That's important. People end up high at work with them edibles. <laughs> <laughs> they don't expect to be high the next morning, but they still are. Yeah, you can't. You have to pay attention to your to the dosage, and you won't know your tolerance if you haven't done it before. You won't know. Mm-hmm. So, always experiment in a safe place. 
somewhere where you're stationary. You're not about to get up and drive around. Um, you know, yeah. And I, I would, like, even make sure I have me a little snack there just in yeah. case you get too high. Another thing, if you ever get too high, CBD is another way to bring your high down, actually, as well. I got to tell you, I wish I had known this the last time I was <laughs> too high. I'm going a, I'm to a tell the short story. So I was going with one of my friends to, <laughs> we were going to get food or something from like this pot pie place that had nothing to do with pot. Um, and, <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I'll, I don't, I can't remember if I had an edible or not, but I definitely smoked and I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. And we go and we get the food and I get like a regular one, like a savory type of dish. And then I got a dessert pot pie too. Both of them delicious. But then at some point, and I knew it wasn't the food cause I had a similar experience, but I don't think I'd ever gotten like that high before. And I just started feeling like overheated and I was like, like, I just wanted to go home and sit down. And thankfully, like, that was all we were doing that day <laughs> was going to get food. So she dropped me off and I just like, I got in the door and I just like ripped my clothes off and I just like got in the shower and like ran cold water over me. I was like, I'm too hot. And then I just like laid down and fell asleep. And I was like, I just want to be out for a little bit. So that probably would have helped. I would have freaked out. I mean, I would have went straight to the hospital. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's just how. I mean, I can't say that I've never been too high. Because, I mean, I try to say, I listen to people tell these stories, and I think to myself, like, oh, my gosh, you weenies. <laughs> you know, like, that's why I think too high. <laughs> Who gets too high? Like, how do you get too high? And I don't think I've ever, like, just sat and been too high, but I've taken a dab before, and that dab hit me, and I've been like, oh, my goodness. Oh, Did I? Woo! <laughs> that wasn't no joke right there. So... I've done that, but, oh, you know what? I have. Mm-hmm. I, I have this one experience. I um I had a chocolate bar, and um, I think I ate a little too much, of course. <laughs> and, but I was at home, and I had my kid, my, my children with me, and they were watching TV. They were cool. It was all cool. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I was laying down. I couldn't get up. I could not get up. Like my, I brought my. I don't know why I brought the air mattress. Like I blew it up in the living room so we could all like chill and watch movies and relax. And I just couldn't sit up. I was on the. They were jumping across me on the air mattress. I felt somebody pour like water or something on me. I swear, one of them poured water on my face or something, and I couldn't move. But I was so mad. <laughs> And then my friend came over, and I was like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, I need to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Can you watch them for me? Aww, <laughs> that's a good friend. <laughs> Dang. But no, that's a, that's a good example of not knowing your tolerance. Because yes. I thought I did this a few times, you know what I mean? You eat a piece, you know? Where I was like, okay, you know, I'm taking me a little bit bigger. I've done this. I got this. I got this. I've never not had my body, though. Not been <laughs> Let's talk about first experiences. It's hard to recollect my first experience, honestly speaking. I was in college, sophomore year, and I think I was smoking, but I never got high because I wasn't inhaling properly. Mm-hmm. And then the time that I remember myself being really high for the first time 
wow, it's been so long. Skip me. It's been so long I've been smoking, I can't even remember. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't that old. (laughs) I know I'm not that old, but I can't remember a specific experience. I just feel like, okay, so one one memory that I can say, this is not the first time, but this is the thing that pops out right now, is uh, when I was in Jamaica, and I was there for a friend's wedding uh, back in 2012, and we went to the beach. And before we went to the beach, because you can't smoke on the resort, although everybody's like selling weed at the resort and everything like that, you're in Jamaica, right? <laughs> and we decided to go to the bathroom in our hotel room at the resort, turn on the shower so it can get real steamy in there, and we smoked two blunts in there. And mm. then went outside to the beach. And let me tell you something. I thought that we were going to be attacked by palm trees. <laughs> I people were like, I thought people were dipping um, behind the trees to get us. So I kept jumping up and saying, whoa, did y'all see that? And they were like, Jamal, chill out. What are you talking about? I was like, oh, oh, everything's good. And like, we were right by the water, too. So the water seemed like it was getting closer to us, which it probably was. But I felt like it was coming to get. So I just had to go. And <laughs> I just took my friend. And I was like, I have to go now <laughs> and she knew exactly she knew exactly what that meant and she took me back and took care of me and I went to bed and didn't smoke for a while after that <laughs> I bet oh my god that's a good one well how old were you um, 2012 I was I'm 30 now 2019 so 2012 what is that 24 is that 24 seven years ago 2012 seven years ago 23 yeah like that yeah that's not too bad my first experience i believe i was 16 or 17 i was probably 17 it was or mom fast forward um (laughs) it was right after i actually think i just got kicked off the basketball team it was right after that and i was hanging out with these girls who were actually pretty cool but i knew that they smoked or whatever and i smoked with them um, I think we smoked in the car. I just remember like my mom calling me and I looked and I didn't answer and I just started laughing and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> but then I started freaking out a little bit after that. But and, and then I got I calmed down. But I remember going to one of the um, one of the girls houses and it was a group of us. And I remember looking at the girl who, like, I'm calling a friend at this time. I remember looking at her and her ears were like pointy. And I just remember thinking that she was just so not cute i was like ew (laughs) is that bad like i just remember thinking like oh she is not cute like all her features i know it's really bad but i just i will never forget that like all her features was just so unattractive to me (laughs) i know but it's it's never happened ever since then like all my well first of all all my friends are fine by design but (laughs) but you know i that was the First time I've ever smoked, but then the last time I've ever looked at somebody and it was like, ill. <laughs> All in one. But I just, and also the main thing I remember is just laughing so hard, not being able to stop laughing, especially after my mom called. And I was like, oh, I was like, nope, can't get on the phone with her. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. It was a good, it was a good round. It was a good round. I, I smoked for the first time when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a, a friend of mine next door. We got together because we were going to, like, a house party. And we were, before the house party, we went and we hotboxed in, like, the laundry room. Mm. And I remember <laughs> I remember smoking and then looking around and feeling like it was really, really smoky in there. 
And then I started to feel, remember those paintings? I don't know if you guys remember these paintings of the, like the bulldogs oh, at the yeah. car, at that the po- poker table. Yes. I felt like that. We all look like that. It was like smoke everywhere. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why I remember the story so well. <laughs> Everybody looked like that. And then we got up, we left, and the lights were all pretty, like shiny, like walking down the street. It was nighttime by now. And then when we got to the party, my, my legs felt all loose and moved, like jiggly. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> This is awesome. <laughs> I started smoking after that. It was a wrap after that. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, my first time, I actually, I don't remember if I got high or not the first time, but I remember uh, it was my first year of college and um, the whole first semester from going back from high school, my best friend was like, promise me like you'll never smoke weed. And I was like, well, I don't want to promise you. So I'm not. But my first semester, I was like conscious of not smoking a blunt. I think that was a thing of like not smoking a blunt. But like I totally hit the bong my first <laughs> semester, like most of it. And then we both came back home during Christmas break. And then she was like, I have something to tell you. And turns out, like, at some party or whatever, like, she had hit some little blunt. Like, she was like, I didn't really like it. And I was like, I was okay holding out for you for a whole semester. <laughs> and so then I came back um, to campus that, like, after Christmas break. And I was like, fuck it. It's on. Roll up. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so, yeah. So since my first year of college. And it's just been great ever since. <laughs> <laughs> And also being a young woman who was like, I'm in a management position. So like, it's such a, it's such a, just like you're saying, it's such a stigma of women or really anybody doing it, being high and being like, oh, I can't do what I need to do. And I'm like, actually, give me with the right strain and I will be so productive. Like, you won't even recognize me. (laughs) Right. So that honestly sounds like medication. Right. Like when people when people try to find the right medications, the right mixes, the right cocktail, whatever to work well with, like how they can function without pain, without uh, disruptions, episodes, anything like that. That's what you just said. Reminds me of that. I get it. I get it. I just I just have never seen so many people be high all the time until I came to San Diego. Yes, you have. You just didn't see them high on cannabis. You walk around all the time and see all these people high all the time on all the prescription drugs Mm -hmm. that they're prescribed. Mm -hmm. Like, so much that what they call volume, like, those those, um, stay-at-home mom or, like, the mom cocktail or something like that. I forgot what it was called because I... But it's it's called like um like a mommy cocktail and it's it's volume. Mm -hmm. Like that's what a lot of women A lot of what kind of women? White women are on. (laughs) For the the people in the back. Yes, they are on like volumes and they go to the doctor, they tell them that they have these same problems that every mother or person dealing with the world has. And they get prescribed volume. Mm-hmm. But 
I can have I have those same issues and cannabis works just wonders for me and I know so many other people out there as well mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah. and it doesn't come with all those side effects mm -hmm. that volume does and it's acceptable that's what that's what the part that throws me is that volume can be like accepted mm -hmm. but then you look down upon someone that is taking cannabis and cannabis it it forgoes um pr pharmaceutical meds you know what i mean like you can find cannabis on the the pyramids in, in, in you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. Right. Yeah, yeah, like I'm. I'm serious. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. So, yeah. w why do we have this such a stigma on it? Well, we really do know why, right? Oh yeah, it's 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 definitely propaganda, and it's definitely right. to um to lock black and brown folks up right. in particular, um and we can even and the money and definitely the money. Well, cause the, I mean they get a lot of money from us being in jail. Um, and from us having to go to court and, and be locked up under the jail for having the smallest amount of weed. That's, that's just one part of it, but just think about all the stuff we just said cannabis, hemp does, period. You can make clothes out of it. Right. You can energy, you can get from it. You know what I mean? So you can cure diseases that you don't have cure for too many diseases. What you have are you know, drugs to help you deal with the sim the side effects of the diseases, mm -hmm. but nothing to help you cure it. So you now we're talking about eggs, like cutting out the pharmaceutical industry. Right. You know what I mean? We're how you get your electricity. Mm -hmm. Now you have options mm -hmm. where you buy your clothes. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Right. And most places where cannabis grows nice and freely is really where you see darker skinned people so yeah on top of all that so it's also a mixture of things why that they had to make it demonize it they had to it was the only way and now we have to put that in the front of our minds because it's like we know that it's been demonized but we still look at it in a negative way right but you know that it's not negative so it's it's training your mind to think about it as a medicine, like you said, yeah, yeah. I I definitely had to had to switch my my way of thinking, uh, for sure. Because you know I was that kid in high school, like I don't never smoke until I smoked. And I was like, oh my god, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this again. Um, just not as often because I just know myself. Like I I don't care what it is. I will not be able to speak. <laughs> most of the time um which is why at this point I prefer to um like smoke at home and I don't do as many edibles because edibles actually for me they last forever um edibles for me last like I feel like they last a lifetime and I wake up the next day and be like still high so <laughs> yeah like the next day everything feels bro the other day I ate some chocolates of course my chocolates uh -huh. and I like I was making a new batch I ate six and it only seven come in the pack, and I ate six, and I went to sleep, right? <laughs> I knew I was going to sleep. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm going to eat these. I'm going to sleep good. See, that's another thing. You know, I'm up, moving around, having a new baby. So I want to get good sleep when I can. Right. So I ate the edibles. I woke up the next day. I was still high. <laughs> I, like, I was still high for, like, most of the morning, at least till 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I 
promise you, yeah. okay? Because they kept laughing at me, like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm still high. And <laughs> my eyes were low, like, it was tripping me out. Oh like, God. yes, I love that. Th- oh, you don't like that. Oh, no, I love no, it. No, you don't like it. See, I, no, no, no. See, I, for myself, I typically don't, especially when I have to wake up, because I like, I'm trying to be productive, but I won't be that productive. But I know. Come on, D. Come on, D. But, but see, that's why you get you the right strain. Like, I keep mine. I have it all in, like, a cute little weed box. But, like, I know, like, what. It's, like, medicine. I'm like, okay, this is, like, my morning strain. <laughs> this is my, like, mid-afternoon. I could still smoke you know, this. People, like, message me and tell me that they have anxiety. Mm. And they, they need to take, they need to eat edibles to help with that. Or they can't sleep. Okay, so um, she poured me up some tea. Thank you, Jessica. Should I? I should drink all of it. Should I pace myself? <laughs> yes. I like that. It's like it's sweet, but it's not too sweet. Like it doesn't taste like a batch of Kool Aid with like just sugar dumped in it. It's super smooth. You said raspberry lemonade. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> I'm tasting. It just it like. It tastes like a natural drink, like something you would pick up out of Whole Foods. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so smooth, like. I love that you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> she said, check it out. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but you should taste this, though. We'll taste it. A little taste, it'll. Disa is taking all the sips. I'm just ready for you to go. I'm ready for you to just to just kill it at this point. I love doing this. I'm excited. Good. We're happy to have you. I mean, we we just have conversations about like life, our experiences, and this is something we've all had an experience with. Hey. And speaking of experiences, what kind of events are? I know there's a yoga. Yeah session coming up can you can you tell us more about that so um this month we have Cincy yoga it's on the 28th and yes I said Cincy yoga so we will be smoking and doing yoga yes so it's a little structured the first 30 minutes it starts at 12 and the first 30 minutes is our smoke sesh Mm -hmm. you can come in and get to know somebody new pass a joint around after that we have a wonderful instructor Neely and she does an hour-long yoga session, and it's really amazing. I watch her do adjustments and massaging people. Like, oh, gosh, yeah. I've seen so many people get foot massages out really? there. I promise you. I promise you. I'm like, maybe I should put this the smoothies down and go <laughs> get a massage. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So you get to you get to experience that, and afterwards you get to check out all the vendors that we have. Ooh. Yeah, we'll have medicated lumpia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I just tried lumpia for the first time the other day. I ate half the batch. See, try that medicated. <laughs> I won't leave. <laughs> well, you can get a CBD massage. We have um, another CBD vendor there where you can get tinctures, muscle rubs, all those things. Shout out to Scenic. We also have the Dago Lumpia. Of course, I said Styles with Personality is there. And she is giving, um, she has a hair growth oil. Ooh. 
Yes, it's a CBD infused hair growth oil and it's bomb. It smells great and it really works. She also does consultations because she's also a beautician. And we have, um, oh, we have a beauty bar. So you can check her out. You can also go and get some jewelry and get some, your eyebrows done. You can buy some lashes. Got all that right there. Please do come. Your tickets are only $25, but that will get you entry, a free water, and an edible or a pre-roll. You can pick at the door. So make sure you come check us out. Where can we find more info on you? How can we buy some goodies that you make? Instagram, Medicated Minds underscore 420. There's a ganja yoga and it's a white scene. I was trying to figure out how I was going to break into the scene and get them to know about me and my edibles. And a friend of mine just mentioned, why am I trying to break into their scene? Why don't I do it myself? Create our own scene. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And that's what I do. I I go and I find local people just like us Mm -hmm. that are starting businesses. And, hey, do you want to come? I make the price affordable so they can come and still make their money too and that's all i'm trying to do is just create platforms so we can all grow our brands that's it and that's fucking necessary (laughs) because all black folks trying to do is goddamn survive and like get in where we fit in and get a piece of anyway we just trying to get a piece of the pie and we trying to here's 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 the thing here's yeah. the issue with incriminating people um, who are already doing the fucking work, right? You're missing out on people who have amazing business ideas and who have amazing business potential because you want to incriminate them. Right. Like majority of the people who are in jail for drugs or some shit like that are goddamn masterminds. Mm-hmm. They're marketing brains. Don't stop. They know how to market a product, which is exactly why they are, um, which is exactly why they can make two hundred thousand dollars in a week. <laughs> like they, they are a threat. Skills. They do transferable skills. Yeah. They are a threat. And what do people do sometimes when they feel threatened? They try to get rid of, or take care of, or intimidate the threat themselves. So I just want to say. I admire you and I admire what you're doing, uh, what you've done and the fact that you haven't allowed someone else's issues, someone else's hatred um, and really somebody somebody else being intimidating or intimidated to stop you, um, which is the story of a of a black woman, (laughs) you know, because it's necessary and it's necessary to build a community, um, particularly in San Diego. Um, Cause that's, I mean, that's what we're, that's what we're all doing. We're building a community with the show. You're building a community uh, with, with the Okana dishes. I couldn't wait to say that again. I couldn't wait to say that again. (laughs) You've been in a community with that. Um, And like I said, it's, it's necessary because you love what you do. I'm sure. I do. Yes, I do. I do. And I think you're right. This is very necessary. We are a community. Like, I don't want to just 
be known as someone that is getting high. You know what I mean? Like, it's a purpose behind this. You know what I mean? This is my business. This is my brand. This is my passion. I made this lemonade today, and I was like, oh, my gosh, girl, you did that. <laughs> yes, like, you are where you need to be. <laughs> like, I promise you, I'm, I guess I'm, like, a lemonade fanatic low-key because I go places and I test it, and, like, like hot dog on a stick, I love their lemonade. Yeah. And that reminds me of hot dog on a stick's lemonade. Wow. Like, I'm like, okay, I, I can do this. You know what I mean? So that's what I know that you feel when you run back your your episodes. You know what I mean? I'm so excited to be here. Everything's so well put together. You know what I mean? And that's what we need to do, support each other and just help each other grow their brands. Absolutely. Find ways to give back. Like, I don't want people to look at me so negatively because I want to do things for the children. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I'm a stoner, but I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you think that if I took my money and wanted to donate it for books for the schools, that the schools would take my money? They better take your money because a lot of the... Okay, so for those of y'all, we probably going a little backwards, but for those of y'all who do not know, uh, cannabis and marijuana is legal in California, the full state of California, right? Um, Part of... Um, the agreement to make it legal was to, um, of course, tax it. And California's taxes are high as hell on this, especially on this weed. Um, And a portion of those taxes do go to education. So they better take your money. That's true. That makes me think of all of the, the like cutesy white women led cannabis shops or products or the, the, the dog treats. That's the one that I mostly see white women with. And I'm like, of course. Of course, they did the dogs first, but it may, it may maybe not even first, but like, of course, they want to push cannabis dog treats. Um, but that's when it's okay when they see a white woman with the can of treats, it's fine, give it to your puppy, it's fine. But when you see a black woman with it, or a person, or any minority, then it's looked down upon, right. like you're, you're just couch bums or just getting high you know what i mean it's right. it's not the same stigma it's okay it's fun it's uplifting it's it's hippie you're right. a hippie then right you're cool now right. Yeah. it's like, like do you, you don't they don't label black people hippies right right it's automatically criminalized right yeah, yeah. Mm. but i do want to point out that we as black people adopt that mindset as well against one another right we do because i will have this conversation i hear more black folks being uh more judgmental about weed than i do anybody else i'll chime in on that and i say it's mostly people of older generations because i still can't get my mom to come on ground but and i'll make i got a business i got (laughs) no and she she still had won't she still won't come around you know so There'd be so many times where I wanted to, my my dad passed away, but there'd be so many times I wanted to be like, if you would just have a little weed, I think you would feel better. (laughs) It wouldn't maybe heal all of your ailments going on, but I'm like, but you would probably be in a much more pleasant position. You know, I, I understand that. I'll be totally honest. I was always afraid to have a conversation with the older women in my family about 
marijuana. Um, but it can it's a, it can be a lot easier now, especially in the form of a joke, to have those conversations. My family's I'm not gonna lie, my family's dope. So like it's as long as it's a joke, it's cool. I would never be like, oh my god, my god, so hollow you know. I would <laughs> I would never I would never be like that. But like at this point my mom knows that, you know, I've smoked before. Um and then my family is also aware that you know, is necessary for healing purposes, like we were talking about before. And, you know, we can have those conversations. This is totally fine. So uh, shout out to my family. They they ain't so judgmental. (laughs) Shout out to them. I definitely know some women who, um, and men, there's a number of people, um, black folks who are just not having it. They have, they scrunch their faces up. They have crazy stuff to say. They call it dope. Yeah, say that dope. My dad, yeah, smoking that dope. He would call any drug dope. I swear, I any drug. So mad, like grandma, this is not dope. Right. <laughs> Come on, grandma, you, I ain't smoking no dope. Dope, dope. <laughs> this is the best green you gonna find around here, grandma. Salad, <laughs> look, salad. Yeah, dope. Anything. Like when uh, my parents dropped me off in New Orleans for undergrad, and my dad was like, he, <laughs> I never even thought to question him in the moment of like how he knew, because like I don't think I knew what the smell of weed was at the time. <laughs> but I remember they were across the park from us, like over by on the lakeside, and my dad was like, we gotta go. Those guys are smoking dope, and I was Aww. like, what? How do you? What are you smelling? Like what? How do you know this? But yeah, he would call it dope and I'm like but you realize dope is actually bad for you this is not so I'm gonna need you to get the name right that stigma and I don't know what they told them people back then we gotta read some books or something do you remember did did people come to y'all elementary school and be like if you smoke one hit of marijuana it's as bad as 25 cigarettes and that shit like really each other (laughs) <laughs> Cigarettes. I kind of believed them though I was like <gasps> weed it must I be it, terrible okay, okay. okay so my brother used to smoke or he still does but he smoked before me my brother's eight years older than me mm-hmm. so I've, I've I've watched him smoke and I've seen him high and when I was younger I used to think oh my gosh he gets so goofy when he's high all he want to <laughs> do is play fight and wrestle <laughs> like no leave me alone Ugh, I'm never smoking that you just act so stupid and that's what I thought of it, it and I, I went to dare and everything but my own experience from what I saw at home was my brother got really goofy off of it. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, nah, you, I'm good. You want to play fight and stuff and tell me if I want to drive. No, I don't want to drive. It's not legal. <laughs> he probably needed you to. Like, hey, hold this well real quick. <laughs> Take over this well, Shawty. <laughs> but now those are like one of the, the best moments that bond us together. Like, yeah. like yeah. hey, bro, you, you, wanna, you wanna smoke? Did you smoke today? That's how you know somebody care about you. Oh, yeah. Mm. Did you smoke Be a today? Good Everyone, note this, please. <laughs> that part, for real. For real. That's like Jamal just said he get he would get tipped in weed. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. I mean, I always would like money, hard cash, but <laughs> I mean, second best thing. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been sent home with free weed. What do you say when they say, do you smoke? Or the doctor say, do you smoke? I say no, because I know they're talking about cigarettes. Yep. Because if they were, like, 
Yeah. They not worried about my lungs with weed. She's right. Because I just recently said, I answered. Mm. Finally. (laughs) I finally was like, yeah, I smoke. And she looked at me like I was crazy. Like, (laughs) do you smoke cigarettes? No. And I'm never going to tell you guys again. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping that to myself. Wow, really? They want to know if you smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And that's what they're talking about, the secondhand smoke. They're not talking about cannabis smoke. Right. They're talking about cigarette smoke because a, a firsthand smoke from cigarette kills. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so that's what that's what they're worried about. And enough of us are taking shotguns. You, I mean, of course we're taking in that secondhand. Right. You know what I'm saying? We want that shotgun. And hot box. <laughs> and we hot boxing. Yes, yes. But I so appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. This was a fun episode. Yeah. I mean, they are all fun, to be honest. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Jessica, for coming in. Thank you for this tea. Where? Yes, I oh, took it. Oh. The cup is empty. <laughs> you had the plop. That thing yes. is empty. Yes, queen. It was so good. Tell us one more time where we can find you. My Facebook is MediMinds, M-E-D-I-M-I-N-D-S, 420. And my website, MedicatedMinds420.com. Can they hit you up and, like, ask questions? Because you were talking about patients, and a lot of people may not refer to themselves as a patient when they're when they're looking for, like, help in the cannabis world um, for healing. But um, can they, like, hit you up, message you, ask whatever questions they can as well before they um, decide on what, what they think could help? Yes, you can hit me up. To get a faster response, I would try, like, the social media handles, maybe Facebook or Instagram, and I'll have very fast response rates through there. Mm-hmm. You can ask me anything you need to know about cannabis, and you can purchase from me if you don't consider yourself a patient, as long as you're 21 and up or 18 with the Valley Rec. That part. Okay. Well, that's a wrap for our show. Smoke. Smoke. And smoke some more. <laughs> Happy 420, y'all. Happy 420, y'all. Peace. We are living millennial. Oh, ba, 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 ba. All right, friends. That's our show. Tune in next time. Hey, more to come. More, more, more to come. Be sure to subscribe to our show. Follow us on IG and tell us what you think.